At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Countdown with Keith Olbermann is a production of iHeartRadio. The Attorney General of the United States of America must resign. If he will not do so, President Biden must fire him. Not for appointing a special counsel to confirm the likely inadvertence of documents found in Biden's storage. You can argue that appointment either way. Long term, it will likely work to Biden's advantage. No, Merrick Garland must go because the first of his employees at the Department of Justice to whom he handed the keys to this case was a Trump appointee. And yesterday, the second of his employees at the Department of Justice to whom he handed the keys to this case was another Trump appointee who just happens to also have his own page on the website of the Federalist Society. And more important than either of those points, Merrick Garland must be replaced immediately because in the crazed media stampede of the last five days, one extraordinarily important development has been completely ignored. And because of that development, we are left to wonder whether the prosecution of Donald Trump, which is vital to the safety, security, and continuation of the United States of America, we are left to wonder if the prosecution of Trump is at risk because Merrick Garland does not know what he is doing. Where did CBS News get the confidential information Monday about an investigation involving the President of the United States just 68 days after the case was first self-reported by the President's lawyers, just 61 days after the FBI first began merely to assess the documents, just 56 days after the Attorney General assigned a U.S. attorney to conduct a preliminary investigation to see if a special counsel might be necessary, and just four days after that special counsel first reported back to the attorney general. Who was the source, the one source per the CBS News report from just this past Monday? Who was the source who enabled CBS 
and then the rest of the networks and the rest of the national news organizations to stampede in behind CBS and to present this story literally hours after the Republicans confirmed they had dedicated an investigative committee to harassing the president and his family. Who was the source 48 hours later when, as the story began to flag, somebody enabled NBC News to reignite it where they reported the discovery of another document or documents? In point of fact here, the word who is misleading. I have used it as shorthand. I really mean... From what organization could confidential, preliminary, earliest stages details about what is almost certainly a legally trivial matter, but is almost perfectly designed for any American news organization to hype and inflate and debate and promote and compare and contrast and repeat and repeat and repeat? From what organization could such perfect fodder for an American both sidesism, whataboutism, political orgy emerge. Who, in the institutional sense, who would know about the confidential and preliminary investigations touching on the President of the United States by the Department of Justice? Well, sir, I know I am going quite a ways out on a limb here when I suggest that maybe the likeliest source of such a leak about the inner workings of the Justice Department would be somebody in the Justice Department. Unless you wish to argue that one of President Biden's attorneys leaked this to CBS News, to a nondescript correspondent and weekend anchor in the network's Chicago bureau named Adriana Diaz. The literal who in who leaked this in violation of all Department of Justice policy and several federal laws may be especially relevant later. But for now, we'll have to hunt around in the dark and just evaluate everybody Merrick Garland handed the nascent investigation to. And just to start in chronological order, let's look at that United States attorney he did give it to on November 14th. His name is John Lausch. And again, just looking at him first only because he was first, we find that he was appointed as the U.S. attorney in Chicago on November 22nd, 2017 by uh, President Trump. Well, that's a coincidence. And we see he clerked for a federal appeals judge appointed by, oh, President Reagan, a judge praised as an originalist by the former Congressman Louis Gohmert of Texas. And then we see that when the new administration came in, the original plan was to replace U.S. Attorney Lausch as part of the usual turnover, but there were personal appeals made to the White House not to do so. And then we see that, what well, well, this is a surprise. Having told Attorney General Garland that a special counsel was needed in this case, which under the special counsel statutes, he's supposed to assess, he's not supposed to recommend. Having told him a week ago yesterday, and the story having leaked to CBS somewhere around 96 hours later, all of a sudden this U.S. Attorney Lausch is leaving the department next month or in early March to go back into private practice in Chicago. Now, obviously, I'm doing the Republican version of how this story would be covered. Journalism, which used to once in a while peek through the clouds of selling TV ads and newspapers, requires you to note that just because the point man in the Justice Department, who pretty much had this case to himself, 
for 56 of its first 63 days is from Chicago and was the U.S. attorney for Chicago and lived in Chicago. And the correspondent for CBS News who broke the story is based in Chicago. Well, until and unless proven otherwise, that is a total coincidence. The point for even suggesting the possibility that it's not a total coincidence takes us back to my original note. The special counsel in the Trump case has been appointed. The special counsel in the Biden case has been appointed. There is no undoing these things, and bluntly, there would be nothing to be gained by even trying to undo them. There were arguments for and against a Biden special counsel. Those arguments are gone now. The point is, if 2022 taught us anything particularly from the Supreme Court, for instance, it's that when something leaks, we must now look to see who might have leaked it in order to force the hand of themselves or their colleagues or their attorney general. Somebody, almost certainly somebody from the Department of Justice, leaked the Biden story, broke Department of Justice regulations and federal law, put this story out the day The Republicans took over the House and launched their party of inquisition, put this story out just as Trump's special counsel, Jack Smith, was broadening his investigation to suborning perjury and witness tampering and the Trump post-election recount and lawsuit grift. Somebody saw the media playing field and the change in power in the House and chose that day to let somebody you never heard of at CBS News Chicago cry havoc and let slip the dogs of both sidesism. Might even have been somebody favorable to Trump, somebody connected to Trump, or perhaps somebody appointed by Trump. John Lausch? Well, no, sir. I meant Robert Herr, whom Garland named yesterday as the special counsel for the Biden storage story. The U.S. attorney for Maryland appointed in, why, this is another coincidence. The same month as Lausch was appointed, November 2017. Well, look at this, another coincidence. The same president as Lausch appointed him, Trump. Robert Herr, who was a law clerk for Chief Justice William Rehnquist and a law clerk for Ninth Circuit Judge Alex Kuczynski. Just like Brett Kavanaugh was a law clerk for Ninth Circuit Judge Alex Kaczynski. Judge Kaczynski is retired now after that little problem with the 15 women who accused him of misconduct ranging from harassment to assault. Judge Kaczynski is retired, but happily he's still involved in the law through his decades-long membership in the Federalist Society. On funny doggone thing. Speaking of the Federalist Society, you know who's got his own page on the Federalist Society website? Why, Robert Herr, the new Garland-appointed special counsel in the Biden case. He has co-written at least two book reviews for the Federalist Society magazine. Hope your subscription is up to date. And Robert Herr is listed as a contributing expert to the Federalist Society on the Federalist Society website. Bluntly, I don't give a damn about Robert Herr, and I don't give a damn about John Lausch, and actually I don't give a damn about what they find out or they do not find out about these documents. What I care about, what I give a damn about, what I give a million dams about is the prosecution of Donald Trump for two years now. I have been on the fence about Merrick Garland, and frankly, this decides it for me. 
I do not know what Merrick Garland wants. I do not know if he's trying to run out the clock for Trump or if he intends to put him in prison for 77 lifetimes. What I do know now is that setting aside everything to do with Trump, Merrick Garland is a desperately terrible, incompetent attorney general. The leak to CBS and the resultant feeding frenzy did not come from him personally, I think. But the first leak almost certainly came from somebody who works for Merrick Garland. And the second one, two. Decision on a Thursday, leaked the following Monday. What the hell kind of sieve are you running over there, Mr. Attorney General? And even if long odds are defied here and these leaks somehow originated elsewhere, it was still Merrick Garland who first turned over the most confidential internal information about the president of the United States to a Trump appointee who made a recommendation he was not supposed to make instead of the assessment he was supposed to make. And it was then again Merrick Garland who just put the investigation of the sitting president of the United States into the hands of a colleague of Brett Kavanaugh and an ex-clerk of William Rehnquist, whom the Federalist Society proudly calls a contributing expert on his page on their website. Mr. Attorney General, resign. Whatever else you are or you are not, you are incompetent and naive. Then, Mr. President, if he will not quit, you must fire Merrick Garland. It will look terrible. But it will look worse if the disaster at the Department of Justice we are seeing play out in real time right now also results in the Trump case being buried or both sided to death or, judging by the last week over there at the DOJ crap shack, simply botched. And if you don't think that can happen, let me ask you this. When you woke up Monday, Monday of this week, could you have imagined that by Friday there would have been a news leak so loaded that people would actually seriously compare a dozen or so returned documents to the classified nuclear secrets that Trump stole? And then that there would have been a Trump appointee deciding if there needed to be a special counsel to investigate the president and that then the council would have been appointed, it would have been another Trump appointee, and his smiling face would have been beaming up at you from his page on the website of the Federalist Society. Still ahead? Well, this is what I get for saying I was going to listen to my doctor finally and baby my bronchial infection. This is not the first time I have insisted Garland must or at least should go. I'd like to apologize to you now that I ever hesitated before. We'll review these occasions next. This is Countdown. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Merrick Garland must go. You cannot run the Department of Justice so badly that it leaks the news of an inquiry into the sitting president of the United States. You just can't. You also cannot run the department so naively that the two people you put in charge of that inquiry are beholden to Donald Trump, who you are also investigating at the same time. You cannot also run the department so fearfully. This is from September 16th, 2022. It is testament, I suppose, to the unshakable images burned into our heads of things like Mr. Smith goes to Washington that any of us thought for a moment that a reprehensible peon of Trump world named Eileen Cannon was actually going to behave vaguely like a federal judge instead of like a poorly paid employee of the Donald Trump organized crime family. Last night, as you know, Eileen Cannon lived down to all expectations. She decided, based on her lack of legal knowledge or of any of the restraints usually provided by conscience or ethics or legalities, that she will not vacate her manipulation of the law to break the law to protect her man Trump, and that a special master should decide whether the top-secret, ultra-classified documents that the nuclear kleptomaniac stole really are top-secret, ultra-classified documents, and whether the risk at which she now has personally put this nation could really trigger international conflict conflict or a shooting war or a nuclear exchange or if she the equivalent of a paralegal a paralegal temp knows better than the rest of us combined we know what would happen next 
if a Republican were sitting in the White House now and a Democrat were under suspicion of stealing the nuclear crown jewels, the White House would ignore Judge Cannon and would ignore Special Master Deary and would ignore the District Irrelevant Court of Southern Irrelevant Florida. It would act and then tell everybody else to go and try and stop it. Happily, there is a legal means for President Biden and Attorney General Garland to proceed in such a morally justifiable manner, cut through the red tape and the people dispensing it, to borrow from a three-step plan offered by the editor-in-chief of Crooked Media, Brian Boitler. One, file an appeal. Two, have President Biden publicly issue a memo waiving all executive privilege relating to the stolen documents and reminding Judge Cannon and the appeals court and Trump and everybody else that only a sitting president can assert presidential executive privilege in the here and now. And then three, use the materials already seen and gasped at by the Department of Justice. And as Boitler wrote, indict the MFR. Now go a little further, indict the goddamned MFR and indict him goddamned immediately. Because if you've somehow missed this in the last few weeks as he has threatened revenge and fully embraced QAnon and insisted upon an immediate new election and demanded he be installed right now as president today, Donald Trump has deteriorated from a humanoid but not human power-mad creature with a messiah complex into an out-of-control nuclear reactor, a Chernobyl-wearing orange makeup. In an interview with a right-wing pedant named Hugh Hewitt, Trump has now threatened to destroy this country. He has belched out seven different threats of stochastic terrorism, seven threats by proxy, seven unmistakable calls to violence and insurrection, again, and he has enunciated these seven blasphemies in just 37 seconds. I don't think the people of the United States would stand for it. And as you know, if a thing like that happened, I would have no prohibition against running. You know that. You've already I do. And that's what I wanted people to understand. That would not take you out of the arena. It would not. But I think if it happened, I think you'd have problems in this country, the likes of which perhaps we've never seen before. I don't think the people of the United States would stand for it. What kind of problems, Mr. President? I think they'd have big problems. Big problems. I just don't think they'd stand for it. They will not... They will not sit still and stand for this ultimate of hoaxes. It is the January 6th speech all over again. It is the My Second Amendment People tweet all over again. And this crazed, his brain does not work right phrasing, they will not sit still and stand for this, is simply the proud boys stand back and stand by debate answer all over again. Donald Trump is an immediate and lethal a threat to this country and to the safety of everyone in it, as if he were a terrorist holding a gun to the head of a baby. The Biden administration the Garland Department of Justice have the means at hand right now to save the baby and take the gun away from him and contain or overcome whoever and whatever vermin heed his call to create big problems. But every day that those means are not used, every day when formality and fear and dilettantism make us hesitate, the process of using those means becomes more 
more difficult and more disruptive and more weighted down. But it is always true. The bully does not hit you because you hit him first or because you hit him back. The bully hits you because he is a bully. He understands only one thing. He defers to only one thing. A kick to the crotch. September 16th, 2022, and obviously it only got worse from there. Trump has done everything except unfurl a banner in front of Merrick Garland's window that reads, Hey, I committed sedition. Indict me now. And what did Garland do? Back to October 10th in a moment. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values, premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Again, in real time, in these times we are in, we lose detail. So much is happening that we forget how often the same thing happens again and again and again. Merrick Garland may or may not mean well. I no longer care after yesterday. October 10th, 2022, this one was titled, Mr. Attorney General, do your goddamned job. Last night, Trump confessed he had documents at Mar-a-Lago. Last night, Trump boasted he had documents at Mar-a-Lago. 
Last night, Trump said they should give it all back to him because it's all his, thus contradicting his other claims that material was planted. He is openly defying the law. He is all but daring Merrick Garland to indict him and arrest him. He is campaigning on breaking the law. He is campaigning on getting away with breaking the law. He is campaigning to get people elected who will protect him from the consequences of breaking the law. He is campaigning on the Justice Department's unwritten rule not to indict him while there is campaigning. This can wait no longer. Arrest Trump today. Mr. Attorney General, this, this is a goddamned confession. I had a small number of boxes in storage at Mar-a-Lago guarded by Secret Service and my people and everybody. I mean, it's safe. There is no crime. You know, there is no crime. It's not a crime. And they should give me immediately back everything that they've taken from me because it's mine. It's mine. They took it from me. Trump last night at his Klan rally in Mesa, Arizona. For two months now, Trump has been simultaneously boasting of committing crimes with impunity while stalling in every way imaginable to prevent being prosecuted. And at this point, his primary accomplice in that is Merrick Garland. Mr. Attorney General, do your job. And Mr. President, if he will not do his job, Fire him and put somebody in there who will, because every day this goes on, Trump's sense of untouchability, his supporters' sense of untouchability grows, and it is now growing exponentially. And this is not merely a question of putting in jail the most dangerous criminal in the history of this country, the man who has done more damage to our nation than all the terrorists put together. This is about the survival of the democracy. He confesses, he boasts, he defies, he lies, he taunts, he talks out of both sides of his mouth, and now we find out he bargains. The New York Times reporting that when in 2021 the National Archives began to demand the return of its documents, our goddamn documents, Trump told advisors that he would agree to return the stolen documents, provided that the National Archives would then give him all the classified documents pertaining to the FBI investigation of Trump's 2016 election interference conspiracy with Russia. And we as a nation continue to treat this scumbag with kid gloves because there's an election in a month in which he's not running, because the real issue here is just getting the documents back and secured and prosecution is incidental because there are institutional reluctances to prosecute a former president, which translates as, if you can prosecute a former president, you sure as hell can prosecute a former attorney general. Right, Merrick? Because you fear the Republicans will investigate the Department of Justice, or the Republicans will investigate the White House, or you fear his supporters will riot? If given a congressional majority, the Republicans will do all that anyway. They have given up trying to govern anymore. Outrage, conspiracy theory, and the never-fulfilled promise of the imminent bombshell indictment just around a corner. That's all they are. And remember the golden rule of real life. Just because you do not hit the bully, that does not mean the bully will not hit you. The bully hits you because he is a bully. And still the Department of Justice investigates and investigates and investigates, 
Trump confesses, he boasts, he defies, he lies, he taunts, he bargains, and we investigate. Rolling Stone reported Friday night something that confirmed my analysis from Friday morning that the DOJ is clearly preparing for a search of Trump Tower in New York or the Trump Golf Course and Discount Cemetery in New Jersey. Whether it happens or not, they seem to be ready for it. Quoting, Federal investigators have asked multiple witnesses if they knew whether Trump had stashed any highly sensitive government documents at Trump Tower in Manhattan or at his private club in Benminster, New Jersey, says a person familiar with the matter and another source briefed on the situation. Rolling Stone continues. The FBI, according to these sources, had also asked in recent months whether the ex-president had a habit of transporting classified documents from his Florida estate Mar-a-Lago to other Trump properties. The images of the FBI blocking off Fifth Avenue and swarming through Trump Tower or going to Bedminster and asking, hey, what you got in that box buried next to the first tee? These are delightful images until you remember the context. We seem now to be investigating for the sake of investigating. The August 8th search of Mar-a-Lago, two months, two days ago, produced reports of missing documents as harrowing as Putin or Zelensky or Biden invoking tactical nuclear weapon use in Ukraine. The sheer volume of material stolen was enough to make all of us who have long known the worst about Trump blanch. That the compromise from the Department of Justice was to say, just leave these 103 documents to us and the special master can look at all the other documents and Trump can have back and anything else he wants, spoke to the extraordinary nature of those 103 documents. And what has happened since Mar-a-Lago was searched under these circumstances? Trump has fundraised off it. Trump has proclaimed himself the victim, the violated, the martyred off of it. Trump has boasted off of it. Trump has defied. Trump has lied. Trump has taunted. Trump has bargained. And Trump has now confessed. And the Department of Justice? It has contemplated. It has contemplated more searches instead of arresting this creature and frog-marching him out of one of these fascist rallies. Because now... Trump is bringing to these fascist rallies the kind of pure, unadulterated authoritarianism of people like Jim Marchant, fresh from the conspiracies of QAnon and the Republican candidate for secretary of state in Nevada and the chairman of a coalition of vermin running for secretary of state positions around the country whose goal, if elected, is to destroy elections. So emboldened by the last seven years, so emboldened by the failure to act against Trump in any way, that at Trump's rally Saturday, this scum marchant didn't even pretend anymore that what he and the other conspirators were plotting were anything less than the overthrow of the American electoral system. Last year, I established a MAGA, America First coalition of Secretary of State candidates around the country. If we get all of our Secretaries of State elected around the country like this, we take our country back. By any means, we have the power to act against Trump and in so doing to send the marchants and his fellow travelers and his little bullies scurrying back into the shadows from which they emerged. 
And what are we doing with that power? We are waiting. Trump's candidate for governor of Arizona, this Carrie Lake, not only let them take a picture of her last night, vacuuming the red carpet in front of Trump's photo op stand, but she let them tweet it. She could not have more loudly screamed, I am a subservient member of a cult, if she had had them tweet out a photo of her with a ball gag in her mouth. The clock is ticking on our ability to save this democracy. The time to act is one year and nine months ago. The second best time to act is today, unless you want Trump to confess. Oh, wait, right, he just did. Again, I do not think Merrick Garland should be fired because somebody he trusted almost certainly leaked the news of the documents. I do not think he should be fired because he named a special prosecutor. I do not think he should be fired because the two people he put in charge of this were appointees of Trump and therefore beholden to him one way or the other. I think Merrick Garland should be fired because he's an idiot. Because perhaps he tried too hard in a time when simplicity actually would have worked better. I know this is an odd thing to close with. I need the break even if you don't. There is actually a James Thurber fable, the moral of which applies here, I think. It is called The Bear Who Let It Alone. In the woods of the far west, there once lived a brown bear who could take it or let it alone. He would go into a bar where they sold mead, a fermented drink made of honey, and he would have just two drinks. Then he would put some money on the bar and say, see what the bears in the back room will have, and he would go home. But finally, he took to drinking by himself most of the day. He would reel home at night, kick over the umbrella stand, knock down the bridge lamps, and ram his elbows through the windows. Then he would collapse on the floor and lie there until he went to sleep. His wife was greatly distressed, and his children were very frightened. At length, the bear saw the error of his ways and began to reform. In the end, he became a famous teetotaler and a persistent temperance lecturer. He would tell everybody that came to his house about the awful effects of drink. And he would boast about how strong and well he had become since he gave up touching the stuff. To demonstrate this, he would stand on his head and on his hands. And he would turn cartwheels in the house, kicking over the umbrella stand knocking down the bridge lamps and ramming his elbows through the windows. Then he would lie down on the floor, tired by his healthful exercise, and go to sleep. His wife was greatly distressed, and his children were very frightened. Moral? You might as well fall flat on your face as lean over too far backwards. Good luck to us all. Thank you. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good night. And good luck.
Countdown with Keith Olbermann is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. So should we go electric? I think we should go electrified with Toyota. Electrified? Electrified means options. Yes, we could go all electric with a Toyota BZ4X, but then there are hybrids like Grand Highlander. Or we could do something in between like a RAV4 plug-in hybrid. So Toyota is electrified diversified? Yep, and with more options for reducing carbon emissions, the closer we all get to Toyota's Beyond Zero vision for the future. Exactly how much coffee have you had this morning? Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero.